0: What's up? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you are having an incredible Friday. Lots of fun things. There's Freebie Friday with Shred coming up. But before we get into that, I have very special guest, Jim Foley, joining me from Caliber Home Loans this morning. Jim, thank you so much for taking a few minutes out of your busy day and hanging out with Shred this morning. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Enjoy it.
0: And, guys, if you don't know Jim Full, you're about to get to know him. Jim is actually a regional VP for Caliber Home Loans, and he's been with Caliber for about six years now. But here's what's impressive, and here's why I'm excited. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim has been in this industry for over 35 years. Guys, that's older than I am. So get the guy's been doing this longer, the older than I've even been alive. So I'm very excited for him to be sharing his knowledge, his expertise when it comes to this industry. So time to crank your volume up, time to listen in. And speaking of that right now, if you're just tuning in and if you're watching us live, comment hashtag shred, because you're here, you're shredding it with me and Jim this morning. And if you're watching us on the replay, make sure you comment hashtag hustle, because you're out there hustling, you're making it happen, then you're coming back. You're getting the knowledge and expertise you know to get right back out there. Jim, let's talk about you. Before we get too much into everything, tell us a little bit. 35 years. I mean, dude, you have to have a passion and a love for this industry if you've been doing it that long. Tell us your story. How'd you get started in the industry?
1: Yeah, it's a little crazy to think 35 years, but uh, I was at University of Maryland and my father called me one day and said, go buy three, uh, five white uh, shirts and three suits and show up at this address. On Monday, you're getting in the mortgage business.
0: And Are you serious? That's, that's legit how it
1: went down? That's legit how it went down. <laughs> so so awesome. uh, He owned a real estate company for about 20 some years, sold it. And then the number one mortgage company at the time uh, hired him. He blew it out of the park his first year and said, okay, I'm going to start my own company. So he hired me, my brother, a couple of sisters and relatives and started a company called Fairway Mortgage, different than the Fairway Mortgage today. I okay. uh, So that's how I got in the business and I've never, never turned back. So I've been in it since 1985.
0: So it was a family business, it started kind of as a family business and you just kind of stuck initially.
1: with it. Yep. Yep. So the nice thing about it over the 35 years, you know, I, I basically worked for uh, the big banks. I've had that experience. It was the NCNB Nations Bank and then they got acquired by Bank of America. So I had that experience, which was great. I left that because of the corporate bureaucracy but then I shifted into the correspondent uh, side of it as well. So I knew that real well. Um, when I left my previous employer, I actually spoke with about 16 different companies to try to figure out, hey, where am I going? Where am I gonna land? And the whole non-bank uh, it had really just emerged in the industry probably three or four years ago prior prior to me joining Calver, but I didn't know much about the non-bank entities. Uh, so. I did a little investigation, and what impressed me most with Caliber was their financial strength hmm. because all the correspondents, and even a couple brokers, and even the big banks didn't really have the financial strength to get through the tough times in the market. And, you know, refi seemed to save a lot of these smaller correspondent shops that we compete against, you know, but as soon as the refis go away, You really have to look at the companies that can sustain in any type of market. And when I saw Caliber's financial strength, that was it. That's when I knew that's why I joined Caliber.
0: That's awesome. And that says a lot. I mean, at that point, I mean, you've been with Caliber for six years now. So you've basically been in the industry, you know, 28, 29 years. So you really knew your stuff. So joining a company like Caliber, you knew, like you mentioned, they're they're reputable. They had, they had the financial background. They, they, they had what it took to not only go through a tough you know, a rough spot in the industry back in nine oh eight, oh no, nine, ten, but you knew they were their vision and where they were going was where you wanted to be as well, which that's what we want to talk about next, because when it comes to what you do as a regional VP for caliber, a lot of his recruiting. And I know some, some of you guys are going to hear that recruiting word. You're going to tune out right now, but why I'm so excited to have Jim on the show is because when it comes to the building relationships and that recruiting, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it and we titled the the show things that are important because it really there's certain little things that truly are important when it comes to building relationships so jim that's what i kind of want you to walk us through i, I want you to kind of walk us through not only you shared a great part of your story but your story with caliber and what you're able to do and the value that you bring to originators as you're helping them make decisions on where they may go in the future right
1: well usually when i'm talking to to a recruit one of the first questions i'll ask is so what do you know about caliber and usually the answer is, well, I know you guys uh, are aggressive. You have great rates because I lose loans to you guys, all that <laughs> type of stuff. But they, they, they don't know much about Caliber in the big picture, sure. um, you know. So I I'll let them know, you know, as a company in 2019, we closed over 61 billion dollars. Uh, to many people, that's exciting, and they're shocked. I mean, they're like, "What? 61 billion? It's crazy!" You know, and they're comparing it to the company they're at that may have done one billion. Right. Sure. Um, And then I I shifted down to the retail did the over twenty one billion. So all branches did sixty one. But on retail, which we're doing was uh, a little over twenty one billion. And then in my region, the east, we did a little over two point two billion. So I'm kind of giving all three categories there because some people can be intimidated by a very large company doing sixty one billion. Yeah. Uh, so, So it's good information to share that. Uh, Also, I like to share kind of the categories of loan product with it, um, because there will be a lot of people who are into VA financing, for example. Right. And to be able to to share the stats with that loan officer, say, hey, by the way, as a company on VA, we did over 47,000 units. That's very impressive for a total of 14.5. Five billion in VA loans—that's huge—and so now on a retail, it's a little over seven thousand three hundred units, or a little over two point five billion. Again, huge, huge. I mean, those are huge numbers.
0: By the way, not to interrupt you, but just so you guys know, here's a—I'm wearing my. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see this. It's actually my caliber, my VA shirt. Big, big thanks to Brian Burjans. I don't know if you guys can see the back of this. But super cool caliber. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, Jim, but talking about veterans, I know you guys, that's kind of a spot you're all in on. So I had to share that shirt because big shout out to Brian for sharing a shirt with me. So sorry, keep
1: going. Yeah, no, Brian, Brian has done remarkable things for this company regarding our military lending. One of the best pieces I believe is he created the challenge coin. And I don't know if you can see it from here, but on the back, it has a little miniature, uh, challenge coin for each branch of the military. And then on the front uh, thanking the, the vet, this goes to every veteran after closing from the yellow to challenge coin. If you don't know the history, look it up because it's very, very, very cool. Very very neat cool. Story. It goes to the veteran with a uh, thank you card from the loan officer and thanking the vet for serving our country and thank you for choosing caliber for their financing. Uh, it's just a fan fantastic thing to do. Uh, we, we are crushing it in our VA lending right now. That's awesome.
0: And again, it's such a val. I I talk about VA and I've had Brian on the show many times. The, the veteran community is so grateful for when they have a company like Caliber who is really focused on their needs and they're, they're actually educating them. They're not just, you know, doing another loan for them and trying to get them in the pipeline. As you can see, it's these little things. It's, It's those little things like we titled the show that are important,
1: Jim. So I love it. At, absolutely, and then you know also there's very few companies out there that service loans, and that's a big deal. Uh, you don't realize it, and I can say in my career I never realized the importance of it until I actually met with Caliber. When I met with them, their servicing portfolio was fifty billion. Today it's about a hundred and fifty billion, so it's grown wow. organically. It's huge, and you know why is that important? Well the main reason is the income that we generate from servicing loans allows us to invest in other things for the company such as technology and i'll i'll, I'll get back to that piece but the servicing portfolio so when talking and recruiting uh, other loan officers that's like the number one thing do you all service your loans the answer is going to be no right out of the gate. and so what are the benefits to the yellow well your name and contact information and photo are going to go on the mortgage statement to the customer. It's huge. Uh, and then we provide trigger leads with that customer. So that that customer is going to be your customer for life. And that's how you can, can position yourself is, hey, I'm going to be your lender for life. Now, we, we only service about 90%, but still, it's a competitive edge. Um, and so you're in front of your customer constantly. You get trigger leads that are pushed out from the company. You know, If a credit report's pulled, you're going to get notified with the customer's information. If that customer goes online and searches a house through, say, Zillow or realtor.com, you're going to get a notification that your customer's looking to buy a new house. These are competitive edges that make Caliber as strong as it is today. So pretty, pretty fantastic.
0: That, so. And it is, it's those things. It's those little things that really make all the difference that, again, keep building on top of each other to make it such a great partnership is that's, that's what I love about lenders, especially like caliber right now. You mentioned this when you're a cat, when you're a company of a size of, you know, in 61 billion, a lot of times people think like, do they even recognize me? Do they even know who I am? And sometimes companies almost get a little bit shy of a company that big, but it's all these little things that caliber does that actually show that they do care about the originator and they're there for you. They're there to help grow your business.
1: Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I wrote down a stat. In 2019, they distributed over 110,000 leads back out to, to the field. Whoa. Um, yeah, it's huge. Uh, recapture, 51%. Unheard of. Unheard of in our industry. If you research recapture rate of previous customers, it's in the teens. And here yeah. we are, 51%. Purchase was oh. 33 and refi 63%. I mean, it's it is very valuable uh, to, to have a portfolio like that and have the company that's pushing the client right back to you for refi and purchase business.
0: 51 is insane. I know I talk to companies yeah. all the time with the recapture rate. And you, like you said, they're in the teens. So the fact that you are that high and some of you, you originators and uh, industry professionals are like, well, how is that important to me? That recap, that's a business going back to you guys. That's, that's the power of what you guys are doing, Jim.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely so part of that servicing i said was one of the values is the money that it brings to to the company and of course it's less when you have runoff through refis but when rates are increasing the value of that servicing portfolio goes up but it allows us to invest in technology and you know that is one of the main questions i will ask recruit is so uh, at your company now or the company you're considering in addition to caliber have you asked how much money they're going to invest in technology, and and you know usually they say no. And I said, well, you should because that's where our industry is going. Caliber's ahead of the curve, and we're investing forty-three million dollars over the next twenty-four months in technology. And you know, there's a lot of companies out there. It's, it's especially the smaller correspondents you'll ask them that question. How much are you going to spend in technology? Look at you like you have three heads. They're not going to spend yeah. any money on technology. Right. They're going to buy an off-the-shelf system like Encompass or something like that, but they're not going to invest in technology. And eventually, what I think is going to happen over the next two years, you'll see companies like Caliber who's investing the millions of dollars, they're going to take continue to take off and the other ones are just going to start peeling off because they just won't be able to compete. Mm. You know, And part of this technology is we're transitioning into, um, it's, it's a digital phase, but it is more of a validation. I mean, mm-hmm. what most people don't know is an underwriter on a conventional loan, an underwriter is really an overlay because you don't need to underwrite that loan if you have the AUS approval, right? But of course you do it. But with the digital process, you can move away from that and get into the validation. And so, so how does that help? It helps because the cost, you're going to save probably about $1,000 alone in cost. And then you pump that back into lower rates and getting more business. You know, a lot of people right off the bat say, oh, well, does that mean you're getting rid of processors and underwriters? Absolutely not. We need them because, you know, this validation will probably be about 20% of the volume. I'd like to see it go to 40. But the reality of it is, you know, we did 61 billion last year. Caliber's end game, I believe, is 100 billion, and we can do it by going with this investment in technology. And we I'm still sorry. need the underwriters, still need the processors, because you you still have all the difficult loans that you got to do. Uh, but it but it's going to free up a lot of time to focus on that.
0: So glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of people were nervous when you first started saying, you know, it's gonna tar- start talking about technology. <coughs> Excuse me, start talking about technology and how it may, may it almost sound like you want to replace them, but I'm so glad because we don't want to replace them. We need them. Yeah, like they absolutely. play such an important role to all of this. So I love that. And I love that again caliber sees the future they're investing in technology and i agree with with so much talk of fintech in our industry a lot of companies are just looking to what they can buy off the shelf which it may not be the best solution it may seem like the band-aid effect i like to call it they're like oh yeah i can strap a band-aid on but is it really what's going to be best for the organization long term and companies like caliber they are investing millions of dollars in technology to really to hone in on what they're good at to really know who, who they are at their core and build upon that and later upon that. And you can see what you
1: guys are doing so well with it. Absolutely. I mean, if you, if you look at the three top non-bank lenders, you have, you have Quicken, um, and then you, ha- which basically is technology first, people second. And, <laughs> yep. And then you have PennyMac and they're not really a retail going out, originating they're buying loans. Right. And then you have Caliber and we're people first, technology second. And so, um, you know, I'm looking forward to continuing to see caliber. I mean, you think about it, we're only eight and a half, nine years old, and we're the third largest non-bank company in the country. It's crazy to think of, but it's the people that got us there. So we realize that we need the support, we need the processors, we need the underwriters, we need everybody involved to to get us to where we want to go.
0: Man, that is absolutely brilliant. And as we kind of start wrapping up the show here, Jim, I that's exactly what I want to highlight and kind of wrap up on is Everybody, every time I've had you know, gone to caliber's headquarters and interacted with, with everybody at caliber, it's about people first, even though you did 61 billion and you could just, you know, you could pop up your chest and be like, yes, this is why we're so good. And we've got the, the technology and we've got the finance we've got all this, but it's really people first. And that's what even talking with you prior to doing the live and, and getting to know you better. It's all about the people. I mean, you shared that about the veterans. It's about the consumer. It's about the originators they serve and caliber. Truly cares about the people that they're serving.
1: Absolutely. And uh, since we're wrapping it up, I'll I'll kind of steal something from Dave Bruchette that he does when he recruits. He's down in Virginia Beach. And so what he does is he'll tell the people, draw a line down the center of a piece of paper and write down. uh, He basically writes down what Caliber offers, you know, and I'll say the first one is the financial strength, right? And compare that to your competitors. The Second one is servicing, right? Because you know that's going to be a zero, right, on the other side of the equation. Um, and then the question on investing uh, in technology, right? We're going to kill. We're going to win that argument all day long. Uh, fourth one, VA initiatives. No one does what we do. They just don't. Uh, We've got our proprietary software system, H2O, which is our technology. I mean, you can go on and on. We have uh, proprietary marketing called AMP. We have three mobile apps. I mean, you draw this out when you're meeting with somebody, they can't not decide to join Calibre, in my opinion. We crush them. Dude, it's
0: absolutely brilliant. And sharing all this, I mean, you look at that list there and it just keeps stacking up, Jim. So I cannot thank you enough for coming on this morning, sharing your 35 years of expertise and knowledge to all those watching the show. And again, for all those tuning in, we appreciate you watching. And make sure you comment hashtag shred because you are here live with us. And if you're joining us on the replay, make sure you comment hashtag hustle, hustle. But ladies and gentlemen, Jim Foley, VP. our uh, area VP with Caliber Home Loans. Thank you so much, Jim, for joining us this morning. Cannot thank you enough, my friend. Really appreciate it.
1: I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you.
0: Guys, I hope you have had an incredible week. And again, it's freebie Friday, so make sure you tune in a little bit later. We're going to be announcing an opportunity for you to win some free shred swag. And uh, again, as always, we appreciate you. We love you. Now it's time to go shred, go show up, hustle, repeat every day. See you guys.